Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of time. All right, 423 here in the Kiva on EM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. Dowd Muska here, Dinah Vargas as well, George on the phone. And, yeah, this was uh, tough. Rex is saying it's the first September in 49 years that have not been on the fairgrounds. Well, we hadn't celebrated a uh, without a, an Easter, I think, in 320 years. So, I mean, it's absolutely incredible how heartbreaking it is for New Mexicans because of your uh, very mean uh, dictatorial governor. That one uh, resonated with me because I, all of the Muska children, when we're back at the at the orchard, you know, my sister Darcy will jump in and, and run the cash register. I'll help my father make cider. It's like that family tradition. He said he was doing it since he was 11. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, we, we talk about the finances, but there's also, never forget, folks, the psychological impact of this absurd lockdown. Moving forward, he said it's going to make it really tough and decisions have to be made. A lot of what you would want to call mom-and-pop operations, a lot of smaller ones really taking a hard look at do we stay or do we go, can we stay or do we have to go. And i got to tell you, uh, did not feel that great, and uh, do whatever you can to go ahead and support Rex's Hamburgers where we broadcast there last week. Uh, by the way, Rudy's out today. He's got a little bit of a, a cut lip, so we'll do our best to go ahead and get you whatever uh, traffic updates that we can this afternoon. 550-5500, call you in the Kiva. George, go ahead. Gentlemen, thank you for taking my call. I'm a uh, regular listener, and uh, I find you guys to be very uh, informative as well as comforting sometimes. <laughs> but uh, I was saying, you know, I just um, I just wanted to comment. I cannot believe how uh, run down our city looks, how downtrodden people seem to be emotionally. I, uh, you know, I agree with you that it's going to be a tough holiday season. Um, I don't know. There's just so much going on then with the uh, with the election. I just wanted to see uh, what you gentlemen thought about uh, what are New Mexico's prospects economically, socially coming out of the new year, man. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm really worried about about our state, our city as a whole. I just uh, really wanted to see what y'all had to say about that. Well, I'm not optimistic. Thanks for the call, George. Good question. I, I'm not optimistic uh, because I see the way that the election is going right now, and uh, you know, <clears throat> let's just say the Democrats have the upper hand. It doesn't look good here in the bluest of blue states. Uh, you've got a governor who's deciding to play more politics and uh, blame Trump. She seems more interested in uh, lifting herself up nationally while holding the rest of us down. You, of course, know the story of the crabs in the bucket. And, uh, you know, when it comes to the CARES Act, which is all the money that we got, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, uh, Dowd, but all this money that we're getting on the, uh, the CARES Act that has been coming in, this is all but for her pet projects. Sure. She's looking to... Go ahead and pave the way. Make sure that people have money. And this money has run out. These payments have funded things like increased police budgets, uh, coronavirus costs, uh, rent and utility assistance uh, for residents. They're handing this stuff out in every single blue state. State and local bailouts create an incentive for these state and local leaders, as I said before, to expand existing programs beyond sustainable levels. And if we don't have more businesses, we can't sustain those for 2021, 2022, and beyond. And nobody's thinking about that. So these will underfund those programs in hope of further federal support. And you have the federal government now at $27 trillion plus that is now going to probably have to curb back and uh, a, probably a run on the banks uh, at some point here in the near future. So there's a lot of things. Uh, this uh, great recession uh, that uh, we are embarking upon is probably not going to stop probably for the, uh, uh, the next couple of years, but there's nobody I'd rather have at the helm than uh, Donald Trump. It will not be a V-shaped recovery. So I want you 
uh, to be. It's it's going to be a slower recovery than you might imagine because we're of course adapting new behaviors into how we respond as well. Dad, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, just last week uh, we didn't we didn't mention this last week with the San Juan County increased its gross receipts tax. I mean, San Juan County not a hotbed of deep blue businesses are shutting down people are leaving highest suicide rate uh, in its history yeah i mean when you have communities like that in new mexico where the away from santa fe away from albuquerque you kind of expect them to have better governance than that and you have a 4-1 vote i believe that commission is majority republican um that's some scary stuff i mean i i think the future Repeat that last part again the majority is uh i believe it, the vote was 4-1 I'm, I'm looking up to, to assign which which commissioner voted which way because it's just a newspaper article. What they didn't they're telling you is they need more money, though. Well, right, yeah, rather than rather than streamline services. I mean, uh, one of the things about all this money that's flowed our way in the CARES Act is is, is specifically the feds kind of specifically earmarked most of that for things like unemployment benefits, things like that, uh, coronavirus directly related expenses. The feds have not supplied supplied, and to Donald Trump's great. Credit and I and this is another reason I will be voting for him in November because I had read some rumors months ago that oh you know the administration's looking to, to negotiate with the Democrats in the House they're going to do a bailout a local state and local government bailout they're going to give a couple you know hundred billion or a couple trillion to state and local government Donald Trump has not signed off on anything like that there was some spe- this is the Washington Post so I shouldn't have, I probably shouldn't have trusted that reporting <laughs> given what, the, what it right. is now and I and I just thought to myself oh my God if Trump bails out state and local government after all the irresponsible things they do he has not done it contrary to the Washington Post. So that's another reason I've, I... You can't uh, teach government to be better, right, Dowd? Uh, well, unless you make them starve a little and make them figure out their and fi- figure out their own problems. If you're constantly getting bailed out, you'll repeat the ba- same bad behavior. Uh, exactly. If, if he's not going to bail them out, it certainly doesn't look like he is going to bail them out. And if he's reelected, they're going to start raising taxes. This little tiny, you know, quote-unquote tiny tax hike that you see in San Juan County, you're going to see those things trotted uh, out at the city, yep. village... Town, county, uh, I can see state taxes going up in 2021. Well, let's look at, uh, you know, the oil and gas and the uh, uh, just the loss on that, and they're going to look to make up that money because you sure as hell know that she isn't going to be looking at cutting jobs Heck or no. even cutting the budget very much. 550, 5500, call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, yes, sir. I'm calling to, about your um, mentioning of the crime. Anybody that's been here, and I'm from here, I'm a native New Mexican, and you can look around and see with your own eyes that the city's deteriorating rapidly under this mayor and district attorney and their lack of resolve for crime and crime suppression. And as a block captain in neighborhood watch program, my neighbors have given up calling the police. They say, why is it? Why would we waste our time? Because even if they show up, they're not going to prosecute me. Even if they prosecute them, they're certainly not going to put them in jail. And our mayor has made us a sanctuary city. Our district attorney has said, as far as I know, you can correct me, but as far as I know, the only group of people that he has said, I am coming after, are those people that defend themselves. And he calls them vigilantes and says, these are the people I'm going to come after. So it set up a whole... I know my family's leaving. We've already had two family members move out of the city in the last year, and uh, I'm the last one remaining. So anyway, it's sad to see, and it's uh, certainly I don't see any reason why we should not fall in lockstep with every other city run by Democrats. They're what, all. What uh, part of the city do you live in? I live in the Heights, Northeast Heights. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> and you live in the Northeast Heights, which is traditionally uh, just a higher socioeconomic uh, income, yeah, yeah. and yet you're not finding it uh, very hospitable here. You'll notice that uh, Arizona, Colorado, Utah, even Wyoming are uh, growing at uh, very rapid rates because uh, people are leaving places like California, Nevada, 
and uh, New uh, Mexico. We've been doing some deeper dive on yeah. our, our two favorite states of Nebraska and Utah the last 24 hours or so, Eddie, and I don't have it in front of me because I left it at the house, but Utah is expanding the Salt Lake City airport at a time when the Sunport is imploding. Exactly. Uh, there was an interesting business column where uh, somebody in one of the papers up there was saying, oh, boy, they, you know, we've, we're seeing more you know, construction cranes than ever in, in, in Salt Lake. Um, we're, not, we're not seeing a lot of construction cranes in, in, in Albuquerque, but the caller, I, I, feel, I really feel for the caller because what he just described about people not calling about crime is what psychologists call learned helplessness, yep. where you, you feel like nothing you do matters, so you sort of throw things up in the air. Uh, the animals, when they give you the shock you know, at erratic times, the animals just give up, and they just go over to the corner. They can't control anything. They don't know when the pain's coming, and so they just give up and turn their face toward the wall. If you do that as a city, we're in for some rough times. Yeah, certainly that. Uh, sir, sir, your name? Can I add one thing, sir? Absolutely. Uh, recently, the city council, as you know, have... Uh, met and almost their whole agenda was anti-gun and more restrictions for where we as citizens, as law-abiding citizens, can carry firearms. And that's the other thing is that we feel like at least we had that, an ability to defend ourselves. But an issue with the district attorney's office saying we're going to target you for violent crime and you know these are people that aren't have no criminal record they've worked hard all their life and now they're fearful to defend themselves and their families for fear they too will go to jail and uh oh my name's banali but um so it's not uh comforting to know that the city council is saying we're even going to look at more ways to restrict your ability to defend your family and yourself combined with what the district attorney office is doing when seconds count uh the albuquerque police department is only uh, 13 and a half minutes away uh that those are the current numbers thank you uh, just to follow up on that city the city ordinance as the caller mentioned they were defeated last night so it's kind of a good news bad news situation Uh, bad news that they were even drafted two of three good good news that they were they were two of them were defeated uh according to the nra national rifle association institute for legislative action the first one would have mandated locked storage requirements for any firearms outside of your immediate position or control with fines and jail time uh, requiring all firearms out of reach to be stored with a lock uh, will render them useless in self-defense situations and most recreational or competitive shooting scenarios. Uh, the second ordinance would have banned firearms at any building owned or leased by the city uh, for conducting business with the public, including city hall, libraries, community centers, etc. Uh, et uh, this would negate your right to carry and protect yourself in these taxpayer-owned buildings uh, criminals would ignore these newly created gun-free zones that leave law-abiding citizens defenseless. So, miracle of miracle, last night, both were defeated. So well, that's good news. Dinah Vargas, uh, candidate for uh, House District uh, 10, do you feel safer? And what was your most recent spat with crime? So, most recently, I got a brick thrown through the back of my window in broad daylight in the city of Albuquerque, the heart of Albuquerque, near downtown. <clears throat> and so... You know, I, I actually got a text today from somebody and, and they were just checking in on me and they said, hey, did you follow through, you know, with the police report and all of this stuff? And I was like, well, for what? For what? <laughs> because, I mean, what are we going to, I mean, you know, I understand uh, the need to report crime. So that way, if it happens again, in particular, because I am running as a House candidate, 
you know, uh, but at the end of the day, um, crime is on the rise because city council is specifically the, the city of Albuquerque city council under the mayor of Tim Keller has allowed the city to uh, to become a dump. Is enabled I'm, criminals. Yes, there's I mean, there's trash, there's weeds, there's needles, there's alcohol bottles. On every single corner, every time I put up one of my political campaign mm-hmm. signs, if there's weeds, I'll like I'll clear the little area where you know of weeds, so that way I'm not just sticking a sign up and you know, <laughs> and uh and and there's 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 bottles just being chucked out the window so they don't you know get pulled over for drinking and driving or whatever, but they range from huge liquor bottles to wine bottles to to like. Cases of beer just kind of thrown on, you know, off on the side of any corner in the South Valley, any corner of the city of Albuquerque. Uh, It's a dump and it's it's just it it, it reflects on Tim Keller. How how old are you? I'm 45. And how long have the Democrats uh, ruled your area of town? All my life. There you go, folks. That's what's got to change. 86 years of statewide domination, at least another 45 there in the South Valley plus. And uh, something's got to change. We're going to be back to review the fake stats put forth by the propaganda on the Albuquerque Journal for the city of Albuquerque and Mayor Tim Keller back and forth.